you're listening in from today, welcome back to the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast for Mastering Skills to Navigate Leadership in Life, episode 13. If you've just found me and my work or are new here, welcome. I'm Cynthia, and I came to coaching after living a life of my own challenges and working hard for success for many years. I worked in multiple industries and business environments where, while juggling a corporate career, a busy family life, and decades of volunteer work. I picked up a lot of tools and experiences along my career journey that helped me navigate leadership, life, and its many transitions, which helped me create the life I love. I created this podcast as a way to help you do the same. If you're listening, it's likely that Even though you've just been promoted or are about to be, you're already thinking about what's next from a career perspective, because those are the clients I attract. I do a lot of coaching around careers, and during this episode, we will explore the benefits of taking charge of your own career, risks of relying on others in your career, how to set yourself up for success long-term, and best practices for giving yourself the upper hand. Before we get started, I want to share a quick story with you. If you've been in the world of work for a few years, you'll have heard some version of this or perhaps experienced it in some way. And I'm sharing it intentionally as a frame of reference. Now, I've always been an individual who worked hard, was very driven to succeed, and progressed well in my career. Even while doing all of these things, the quote-unquote right things, I was terminated. Now, before that, I was happy at work. I was, my life was settled. I knew where I was going from a career perspective, and I thought that nothing could go wrong, until it did. So I found myself with no plan and no real idea how to begin. I remember it like yesterday. And I leveraged an outplacement counselor, I got my resume in order, I generated a networking list, I reached out and asked for 30 minutes of people's time. Based on that list, I learned about what they did, about what they loved about what they did, and I explored possibilities with them. I think in today's terms, we would call this job crafting and designing your way forward. I learned a lot about a lot of my navigation skills during this period of time. And by taking time to explore and ask questions, ask for feedback, and by being open to opportunities, I generated a list of options for myself, which was pretty, they're pretty nice options. And in doing this work, I got really clear on what was important to me. My confidence returned and I began to realize what I was capable of, which was far more than I had originally thought. This enabled me to go from one organization to the other with absolutely no gap in employment. I did not miss a beat. And because I had personal and professional networks, I was able to support three other colleagues with their transitions to new employment as well. Now, I've said it before on the podcast, and I'll say it again. The world of work is changing. And when I think about what employees used to value in the past, those things were pay, satisfaction, working for a good boss, and having a good job. Now what people value is purposeful work, focusing on their strengths, development of their skills, having ongoing career conversations that enable them to have a happy life. Of course, they still want to be paid well. (laughs) Said another way, it's less about the what and more about why we do what we do and how we want to work. Now, the benefits to owning your career path 
are, there are a few of them. So when you follow your passion, your interests, and the pursuits that you're interested in, you increase your satisfaction and fulfillment from a working context. When you take control over your career trajectory, you increase your own sense of agency. And by putting yourself forward for new challenges and experiences, you increase the opportunities for professional and personal growth for yourself. By aligning your career goals to your values, you choose organizations who you have similar values and are able to work in harmony with what's important to you and what's important for them. You can increase your earnings potential and your sense of stability when you take charge of your career. You can create your own value proposition, which can set you apart in the industry or the job market. And depending on what you do, you can create a create, create greater flexibility and work-life balance by designing the career that fits your lifestyle. Increased confidence and self-awareness through the process of exploring your career options and making intentional choices also helps you take control of your career path. Now, there are a few potential risks of relying on others from a career perspective. And what this might look like for you are limited advancement opportunities, decisions being made by other people about your potential, lack of agency and control, limited exposure to other skills, departments, or industries, limited personal and professional networks, potential of layoffs and or downsizing. So how can you set yourself up for long-term success? Well, I've got a few ways for you to consider. Make, make career decisions that align with your goals, your values, and overall direction of life. Develop and hone your skills that you're interested in. Put your hand up for new experiences, initiatives, and get involved. Identify and pursue personal and professional opportunities for yourself. Track your specific performance accomplishments along the way to quantify and qualify your value versus focusing on the role and responsibility. Expand your personal and professional networks. Leverage your skills, strengths, and talents. In other words, your genius or your superpowers. And to help you get a little bit clearer on, on those, there are a couple of ways that you can explore. You can take a moment and reflect on past experiences where you were at your best. Get specific about those reflections. Write a story or a summary about each of them. Focus on the role that you took in the situation, the actions you took, the behaviors, the attitude, and the feelings. And then ask yourself, what were the strengths, skills, and talents that I used in each of these cases? Or perhaps there's someone else that you can ask about your strengths and ask them what they think you're good at and why. The other way is to take a strengths assessment. I'll link up a few of them in the show notes just in case you want to do that. And what's really important about this is taking a moment on a routine basis to evaluate where you are in accordance to where you want to be and make adjustments. Don't be afraid to do that. Personally, I do this twice a year. December and May. And there are reasons for those. I'll share them in another podcast, I'm sure. So everything changed for me all of those years ago. And what I learned that day was really valuable. And that was this. My career was best left in my hands. Now, over the last 30 years, I have observed some really good best practices. And I want to share them with you. The first is to create a vision for yourself and your career. 
If you're not clear about what you want from life, that's okay. There's a great exercise called the rocking chair that can help you know what matters most to you. It's easy and deep and takes about 15 to 20 minutes of your time. I've even had clients who have done this with their family and have produced some amazing results. So I would encourage you to think about that too. Another best practice is to reimagine what career progression could look like. When you take a strategic approach, build relationships, execute and add value, you are progressing your knowledge, you're honing your skills, your talents, and your abilities. You can do this working in lateral roles by taking more of a scaffold approach versus the historical ladder approach, all the while filling your career backpack with experiences. Another best practice is around process improvement. So enable yourself as a leader and your team by creating systems and processes and procedures around repeatable work. An individual contributor can also do this. In the short term, you and or your team or both can solve more meaningful and interesting problems. And long term, you haven't uniqued yourself into a corner. This is key. I have seen so many individuals come become so valuable that the outcome was a reduced chance of promotion because nobody knew what they did. Another best practice is to lead by example. So here's a misnomer. You do not need a title to lead. <laughs> you can demonstrate self-leadership even as an individual contributor or as a human to achieve your personal and professional goals and objectives and have an impact while helping your team, your organization you work for to be successful. Another practice is industry networks. Keeping yourself informed of what's happening in your industry and your field is an investment in so many ways. New ideas, relationships, opportunities, ways of working for your organization and industry, collaboration. When you do this, you're also investing in future career possibilities because people know you. And who knows what could come of it? You just never know when you might receive a tap on the shoulder to get involved in something completely interesting and new and fun. Another really great practice is mentors and sponsors. Now you can and should find your own mentors and sponsors for you and your work, both internally and externally to your organization. Regardless if there's a formal program or at your organization, I encourage you to do this. This brings me to another really great best practice, which is feedback. And one of the most underutilized opportunities for growth is asking others, hey, would you mind just sharing with me what's going well? What's not? And where do you think I could improve? You can ask them this either face-to-face -face or via a 360 feedback survey. Feedback can enable you to begin to understand your brand, what you're known for, and the perspective other people have of you. And here's the thing about it. If you never ask, you're never going to know. This brings me to interviewing. Now, when interviewing internally, even if you don't get chosen, don't let yourself get defeated. I interviewed for the same role three times <laughs> in a two-year span. And at one point, you know, even though I didn't get the role, I always showed my, my interest, I expressed my desire, and everyone there knew that. I love that persistence and determination about myself, and I encourage you to just kind of dabble in there for yourself. You can hone your interview skills and learn how marketable you are also when you, intern, when you interview externally. 
occasionally as well, especially if it's something that you're really interested in. And this brings me to the last best practice, which is around personal and professional development. So even if you're new in role, seek opportunities for yourself, participate in relevant training, ask about learning and development programs at your organization, or search some on your own. You also could hire a coach, I happen to know a few, to invest in yourself. And this can begin to set you apart from other people and increase your value to your team, your organization, and most importantly, to you. Owning your career is a little bit like buying life insurance. While you hope you never need it, it's there if you pay your dues. (laughs) And opportunities do not just happen. Even though I've worked alongside of hundreds of people who think that, the reality is you create your own opportunities. My goal here today was to provide you hope, inspiration, and a new perspective. In my experience, when you're proactive and make intentional decisions to take charge of your career, your motivation, your engagement, your satisfaction, and your performance increase, the result? More opportunities come your way. And over time, you achieve the success you desire in your industry, in your life, and it doesn't feel as much like work. So my intention was to inspire you to put yourself in the driver's seat of your own career and get moving out there. (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed this. I'm hoping you found it useful. And until next week, take care of yourself and take care of your team. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening. Your feedback is a gift. Please rate and review with your honest opinion. Subscribe and share with your colleagues, especially if you've worked with me and found value in the work we've done together. Connect with me in my favorite places, LinkedIn and Instagram. My website is Cynthia Jamison Coach, all lowercase, all one word, dot C-A. Until next time, make it a great week. <music>